There is a gold mine of data found in your customer support tickets, feedback, bugs, operational improvements, product ideas, you name it. Your customers are begging you to fix their problems. And our sponsor this week, OmniPanel, does the job to surface all these insights for you automatically and send them to the right person on your team. Next time there's a bug request, boom, goes to the product department. Next time there's an operational idea, great, goes to your COO. There's never been something like this before and I'm really excited to share OmniPanel with you, a great software to streamline all these requests. If you're interested in trying out OmniPanel, go to OmniPanel.io and let them know Forward Thinking Founders sent you. That is O-M-N-I-P-A-N-E-L dot I-O. Thank you so much OmniPanel for sponsoring this episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Adarsh Alphonse, who's the founder of Wardrobe. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, man. Great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on and learn more about what you're working on. For people that don't know what Wardrobe is, I mean, can you kind of share what you're working on with Wardrobe? Absolutely. So Wardrobe is a peer-to-peer fashion rental marketplace. So think of us as an Airbnb of fashion, uh, Netflix of fashion. Uh, it's items from your closets that you b- barely wear. And we're basically uh, um, letting you share that with others who might want to wear that and, and get you, um, earn you some income in the process. And um, we're, you know, we've been very excited to um, be on this journey and learned a lot, listened a lot, and have come up with some pretty cool solutions. So walk me through how this works, um, kind of all the players that would potentially use this platform. So can someone who create, who like is a fashion designer come on here and kind of share their clothes? Can you kind of walk, walk me through how this works? Absolutely. So th- this is, you know, the, the, the great thing about wardrobe is it's actually not meant for fashion people. It's really everyone. Uh, it touches on everyone's lives. Um, you know, the average, um, the average woman in the U.S. Um, has 57 items in her closet that she does not even wear once a year, right? Just think about that. So in terms of the, the total amount, um, when you aggregate that, is, it comes out to be quite a large amount. Um, you know, we found that uh, these clothes end up eventually in landfill after you know, a year, two years, three years of not wearing it, ends up in you know, trash bags, and then, you know, we pass it on sometimes, but most of the times, you know, the, you know the, 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 it just becomes waste. 
clogging up the world's arteries and uh, in a fashion is one of the most polluting fields in the world. And just in the UK itself, two years ago, there were something like 3.6 billion clothes that went completely untouched in people's clothes. And here's the kicker. UK has one-fifth the population of the United States one, and one-sixth the number of women. So we said, you know what? Let's start, let's find a way to actually bring these clothes into consumption. Consumption has only gone up. You know, we want to wear different things. We want to wear different uh, uh, clothes. Clothes are a way to express ourselves, to it makes us feel better. Um, and fashion is never, you know, fashion is fashion. It's never going out of style. No matter what season it is, there's always something in style. And so this is for everyone. This is from everyone, by everyone, for everyone. Um, but of course, the, the folks that have gravitated to it, towards it, towards us, um, the most in the beginning are, you know, some of the fashion folks, the influencers. The great thing is they have a lot of stuff. You know, folks want to wear their stuff. So, you know, we got, we got you know, essentially like millions of dollars of clothes, you know, that people have added from their closets that are now being rented out by others um, across the United States. And, uh, and, and of course, we earn, we earn income for the lenders, for the consigners on the platform. So it's a, it's a true marketplace, just like, uh, just like an Airbnb. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. So let's kind of keep going down this path. So let's say I have a ton of great clothes um, and I'm in your market. Would I come onto your platform and find pretty much list them and then someone who wants to buy those clothes is able to say, oh, like these are great. I'll, I'll, I'll buy them from you. Is that is that kind of how it works on a very basic level? And if not, can you kind of educate me on how, how the marketplace kind of works? Sort of. So absolutely. So that's you're, you're very close. But the big difference here is clothes on wardrobe are not for sale. At least not yet. It's only for rental, right? So, and the reason why this makes so much sense is because people want to wear stuff, but they don't want to wear the same clothes every single day. You know, they, there's only so much capacity in one's closet has. And you can't just keep wearing that every single day henceforth. You want to try new stuff. You know, the average person wears about three, you know, um, you know, a nice outfit three, four times before they kind of get, get tired of it. Of course, the stuff you wear at home and loungewear and all that stuff that you wear all the time, that you're basics, right? You never get tired of that stuff. But, you know, when you go to a barbecue, when you go to your, you know, um, baby shower, friends, meeting, college, whatever, right? You, you want to wear nicer things and those things do get kind of... Um, you know, once you want them a few times, it, it gets old. And so what you're saying is don't pay a full price. You don't have to marry every clothing that you're only going to be wearing a couple of times. You can, you can, you can date clothes. You can, you can try things on and, and then move on to the next. And even if you wear three, four, five, six, ten 10 times, the price you still pay for that would be less than, the price you pay for that on, on wardrobe would be less than the cost of actually buying the item. So, you know, it just makes, it just make, it makes sense for your wallet. It makes sense for your style, for your convenience, and it makes sense for the planet. No matter where you are, you just, you know, go online, find a great outfit, put your address in, and, uh, and it gets sent to you, you know, right away. And you ship it back in the same box. I'd love to hear, before we get more into how it works, I'd love to kind of get back up a little bit and hear a little bit of the origin story for this. Why did you decide to start this company? And, and why at that point did you decide to start? I guess, what's the origin story for this? 
Yeah, I mean, totally, totally. Uh, um, you know, I'm like the, the most unlikeliest founder of a company like this because I, um, I mean, of course, I love fashion, but you know, it's not like I have uh, you know tons of tuxedos lying around. Plus, I'm a guy, um, and so. My, you know, my, um, a serial entrepreneur, I had uh, founded several companies before this, but the one last one um, is called Project Art. It's actually in the non-for-profit space, but it's, it's, um, it's essentially an art school for kids. And um, what we did was we essentially put our classes inside underused spaces in public libraries. So it's a bit like a, it was a bit like a Airbnb for you know, um, Airbnb meets like art school type of thing because we we formed a partnership with public libraries to bypass sort of rent payments and things like that. And and Pride Project just really blew up and just really grew. It's the largest, you know, art school for kids in the U.S. now. If um, something like 60 locations in eight or nine different states, coast to coast. And um, and so, yeah, you know, um, after, after sort of, you know, doing that for almost a decade, Two years ago, I started, uh, my mind started to wander and I wanted to sort of tackle the next big thing. And one day I found myself staring into my closet and just thinking, oh man, I have all these sort of nice jackets and whatnot, but I've, I haven't worn them in, I can't, I can't, I can't remember the last time I wore them. It, was, it had been years and I thought, you know, I've moved apartments and I, you know, I live in New York City, so closet space is, 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 is small and limited. And so just like everybody else here, and we have the same problems. And, um, and I said, you know, I moved from apartment to apartment and I just keep carrying these things around and they're in pristine condition. But if there was some, if there was someone else, there's, you know, um, guy, gal who wanted to wear this, you know, wear to a date, to an opera, whatever they wanted to do with it and bought it, you know, gave me 50 bucks for it and bought it back dry cleaned, even though I'd paid several hundred dollars for it, I'd be happy because somebody else would get to wear it. It's an awesome, it's an awesome jacket. Let them enjoy it, you know. And then, at least it's getting some use, and I'm getting some some value for it. Um, and I'd be happy, you know. I'd give a pat on the back and say, "Go for it." And then, you know, I just, I, I just remember that this is well, well, that's the case. Like, we know that like every woman has so many more um, items in her closet. Plus, women already have a habit of sharing. Right. So when it comes to fashion, like women really are at the forefront of it, much more than men. And and it's such an it's such a core component of 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 who they are and uh, and what's important to them. And it's you know, fashion is a, a, you know one of the biggest industries in the world. Um, and it's such an, it's an important driver of a global economic growth. And so um, you know, but but women already share with each other. So. I wanted to build, I wanted to see, well, okay, what are the numbers here? Like how, how many clothes are there actually that can be brought into circulation, into consumption? How many clothes are actually there on the supply side? Do people, will people really wear clothes worn by others? So we just sort of started by getting friends together and, you know, opening a bottle of wine and, and just listening and, you know, just taking notes and be like, oh, you know, let's talk about the time, last time you like borrowed you know, clothes from someone. Let's talk about the experience. Like, and, you know, we talked about empowering each other. We talked about, you know, just passing on the power, you know, walking a mile in our shoes. And we just realized, you know, like there's, 
there could be something here. And, um, and then, you know, I just, the, the most important thing at that point was like, oh my God, we need to figure out what are the friction points here and we need to make this happen. Like, let's figure out like all the issues to make this happen that that's, 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 that's currently preventing from, make, from this happening on a global scale. Let's address those concerns one at a time. And you know, I'm, an, I'm an economist uh, in my core. I am scrappy. I, um, I'm good at getting, bring, bringing people together and getting them to focus on a, you know, on a mission. Um, and uh, yeah, and that, those are my only real talents. I, I wouldn't say I have you know, any, any talents beyond that. Um, and, uh, so, you know, put your team together and, and just start to listen and build and, um, and here we are, you know, we are, um, what, what already has the largest sort of inventory, um, of, of, of this stuff, um, in this category, um, in the world. Um, and we're just getting started. And I mean, you just shared the origin story, which is, which is super powerful. I appreciate you sharing all of that. Now, I kind of want to look out at the, um, you know, instead of the last, you know, starting of the company, what does the future look, look like? Or I guess in other words, if you were to look out, you know, five, 10 years um, with wardrobe, you know, what will it look like and what's the future you envision and where are you rowing every day? The, we, we are very excited about the future of wardrobe. We, um, we think you're going to be able to, you know, um, just a few years down the line, um, from, from now, from this moment, from this podcast, um, you're going to be able to borrow a kimono in, in, in Tokyo when you go there, you know, a dashiki when you were in, um, in Africa, um, uh, you know, a kilt when you go to Scotland. And, and so we think this is going to be, um, we've, we've, uh, we've basically figured out the, the most complicated parts of this business. Um, we think there is going to be uh, an enormous sharing of closets happening uh, on a high volume, on a daily basis, um, regardless of where you go. We think in a couple of years, um, you know, one of our funders is, uh, uh, investors is, um, is, is Nate Blacharnik, uh, one of the co-founders of Airbnb. Uh, we think down the line, we will, would like to partner with, you know, all kinds of partners, uh, but hospitality is one of them where, let's say you go and, uh, and, and go to Dubai on, on vacation um, and, uh, and, and, you know, you go to, you know, go to the establishment and you open the closet and the clothes you want to wear for that trip are already there waiting for you. And it is designers that, you know, you want to try um, and, you know, you don't have to carry that, you know, um, um, checked and bagged anymore, checked and baggage anymore, because, uh, uh, you, know, the, you know, most of the bags are filled with clothes and it's already there for you. Um, just bring your basics. And, um, we think, we think it's going to be very exciting. You're going to try fashion. You're going to try clothes. It's going to be better for the environment. Um, it's going to bring people closer together. It's going to create a whole new economy that people are going to benefit from, from all sides. It's going to bring the cost down of, 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 of accessing clothes and it's going to make um, revenue and income for, you know, everyone from mom and pop, um, uh, you know, uh, in small town Germany to, 
you know, going in Paris and, and wearing Dior, um, you know, while you decide to go and visit Eiffel Tower with your wife. So it's, you know, it's going to be uh, um, a pretty amazing thing and, and we're very, very excited about it. And to accomplish that, you know, it's a pretty incredible and lofty vision and you'll need some help to get there, right? Like you'll need, Absolutely. you'll need users, people to try the product, you know, you need employees and potentially investors. Um, and I'm just kind of curious, how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you looking for any of those three investors, you know, customers, employees, or is there any other way that the forward thinking founders community can help, um, can help you out with wardrobe? Oh, absolutely. We need all the help we can get. Um, we are, we are still, but a small organization. We obviously have big dreams like, um, like the listeners of the show and other founders in this, on this podcast have, um, but we are just, you know, chapter one, uh, you know, of page one, chapter one, volume one. And so we're, we're, we're excited about the future. It's going to be unpredictable and the kind of help we need are, you know, are, we need talent. So we love, love, love hearing from folks who are interested in joining our team um and uh you know you know team has uh team is everything everything for me everything for us and we we do look very strongly for a culture fit and we find the right kind of people um very thoroughly everyone is part of the interview process at this point and we have about 15 people on our team currently most of them are full-time um and uh and everyone is just cares so deeply about it so we we're looking for adding people who are ambitious, talented, who've done some pretty incredible things or have talent to want to do those things and are less experienced, but, you know, think they have what it takes to, to, to do some pretty cool things. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're much about listening and, 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 and seeing and following the data. So if you, especially if you're data driven, we love, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, my email is aa at wardrobe.co. It's very easy to find me. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we, we'd love to, um, you know, we, um, uh, our team made a promo code for your show. So if anybody wants to try out wardrobe, use FTF, FTF. So that's for forward thinking founders, FTF 20 uh, to get 20% off um, of your first order. So check us out. It's, um, we just started nationwide shipping in this past, uh, about three weeks ago, September 8th. And our growth has basically exploded at this point, um, more than we ever thought it would, you know, it would grow at this point. And so, um, we're, and customers seem to really, really resonate with what we have. So check us out and, and give us feedback. Uh, most importantly, um, we'd, uh, uh, you know, we, we just looking to learn and listen and grow at this point. Um, in terms of investors, yeah, if you're out there listening, uh, you know, we are um, not technically raising right now, but we'd love to be in touch. Uh, if you're curious about what we're building, we, uh, we always love to, to sort of uh, expand our network in that and, and, of course, balance things off of you. And, uh, and so, you know, we, we'd love to hear from you. And then just to make sure um, people catch it, um, can you please um, 
let everyone know how they can get in touch. What's the URL? Do you have a social media? Can they email you? I know you mentioned a couple of those, but just to make sure they don't miss it. How can people get in touch if they're excited by what you're doing? Sure. Um, our, our website is wearwardrobe.co. So that's W-E-A-R-W-A-R-D-R-O-B-E.co. Uh, my email is AA, which is two A's, um, at wearwardrobe.co. And uh, yeah, that's it. You know, we're, uh, Instagram is quite popular uh, for us. Uh, we have a lot of action happening there. So you see like constantly stories about our customers, um, you know, doing stuff with our, um, uh, with, 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 with Reynolds they get from wardrobe and that's our Instagram handle is where.wardrobe. Um, but yeah, you know, we'd love to hear from you. And, uh, and yeah, those are my, those are my uh, ways to contact me. Cool. And then I also appreciate you spinning up a, a code for, for the listeners. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that. for sure, man. Absolutely. It's, um, it's always, you know, I like, it warms my heart when I have like, where people from the show discover products of founders that come on and they like, and then they just like, you know, they have their own relationship with the product. And I'm just like, yes, facilitated that. Hell yeah. yeah. Because we got great founders like you coming onto the show. I really appreciate you coming on, sharing what you're working on and wish you the best of luck with wardrobe. Thank you so much, Matt. Uh, Always a pleasure. Anytime you need, just just reach out to us. And I, I love what you're doing. A huge fan of this show. Much appreciated. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising raising the early days how they got their customers we do these every single week with another you know really great founder that has been on the podcast Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually, one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, We have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.